What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's going on, Mighty Warriors? Welcome to episode 23 of Thriving in the Trenches. Once again, I find myself sitting in a little office space with a towel over my head and my computer to try to get the best sound quality out of this that I can. Um, been away from home for a while, doing some work and yeah, having to improvise so I can continue to deliver a message to you guys. I got a couple different things I'm going to talk about. This is going to be one of those free flow episodes and just kind of see where it takes us. Um, so we'll jump right into it. Starting out, I was thinking about this last weekend and uh, throughout the week, just because of all the things going on in my life, there's kind of a little bit of resistance to even recording this episode tonight. But I really do feel like, hey, you know what, I committed to this thing and I need to stay committed to it. And I think uh, part of that resistance comes from not always knowing what to put out, like what people are looking for and, uh, you know, trying to come up with some new content that's going to still be me and be genuine and be authentic, but convey some kind of message. And throughout the week, as I thought about this and worked through this, it kind of came down to the fact that it's like, hey, you know, sometimes these episodes that I'm just not feeling and I just jump on here, they're the realest ones. There's been a lot of information I've put out about myself in terms of where I'm from, what I've been through, what challenges I have. And typically, all of these things relate to where I'm at in the moment. And so this is really no different. And I think sometimes it's just the the practice of getting on here and just speaking my mind. And, you know... I've learned that I am uh, an external processor, so I can sometimes have a lot of things floating around in my head, and they're just kind of cloudy thoughts and swirl them around and whatnot, but they don't actually take form until I start talking. So once I start putting that stuff out, then I, uh, I start forming whole and complete thoughts out of like kind of the clouds, and it makes a whole lot more sense. And so there's tip number one from this episode, figure out what it is you need to sort through your thoughts. It may be writing, it may be, I don't know, singing a song, writing poetry, talking to a friend, talking to yourself, whatever the case may be, maybe exercising. And as strange as it may seem, I get a lot of my clearest thoughts when I'm taking a shower and just kind of contemplating different things. Um, again, like I said, I'm away from home, so it's not quite the same as my normal environment, and I think that may be affecting the shower process a bit, but it is what it is. Still work through it, right? Moving from there, I think I'd like to talk about communication. Um, this is by no means a relationship podcast, but a lot of people that I speak to are dealing with relationship issues in one way, shape, or form. Sometimes they're out of a relationship trying to figure out what happened. Sometimes they're in the midst of a relationship trying to fix it. And some are trying to start new relationships and figuring out how to proceed. I think, 
for me, one of the biggest factors in building anything, whether it's a friend or a girlfriend or whatever that relationship may be, is communication. I talk a lot about the Alpha Code, and the Alpha Code has really helped me become more comfortable just expressing myself, saying what's on my mind without fear of judgment, without fear of rejection, without fear of feeling like I'm not enough, which was always my biggest struggle. And so I really tend to talk quite a bit these days. Um, and I think that's a good thing. You know, I do get long-winded at times, and I've had people let me know that, some in a nice way, some in a not-so-nice way, and some really enjoy it and appreciate it. And at the end of the day, that's just who I am, and that's what I do. So that's it. But when we're entering into a new relationship, and I'm going to speak specifically about um, intimate or romantic relationships, whatever you want to call them, but I think the first layer of communication is really communicating with ourselves, figuring out what it is that we're even looking for. What are we going for? What's my my end game? And you know what? For some people out there, maybe I just want to meet somebody and have sex, or maybe I'm just looking for something that's going to keep me busy for the next few months. Maybe I'm just looking for a distraction, or maybe I am looking for that long-term love. I think it's very important for us to get real with ourselves about what that goal is. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and judge what other people's goals are. I have my own standards and my own uh, kind of moral compass that what I think is good for me and not so good for me. But I would be remiss if I didn't stand up for what I truly believe in. And I think... Uh, <clears throat> In general, when we're out just sleeping around and bouncing from relationship to relationship, really we're just putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. I think it's something lacking inside of us that makes us seek that out. Um, I'll speak in terms of myself, you know, as I mentioned plenty of times, just not feeling like enough, whether it was just conversation or dating or hanging out, sex, whatever the case was, I would spend time with a lot of women or a lot of time with women because the fact that they were willing to spend time with me was kind of an in indicator to me that like, hey, I am enough. But it was, it was fleeting. It was like, I am enough right now because somebody's here right now, because somebody's talking to me right now, because whatever, you know, I had that, that validation, that feedback, and that kept me going for a long time. But even in those times, I was lonely and lost and depressed when I was on my own. And so, again, those, those women, those friends, they were all really just crutches. And it's unfortunate because, number one, I didn't have that conversation with myself, so I wasn't aware of it at the time. And so if I wasn't aware of it, they definitely weren't. And it's just not a way to treat people. And so anyway, I think uh, if we're out just bouncing around from relationship to relationship, sleeping around, we're really trying to meet a need externally that we need to learn to satisfy within ourselves. But anyway, getting back to the communication aspect of that, we need to 
first be real with ourselves and and figure out what that goal is now i'm big on <clears throat> authenticity vulnerability and just being open about stuff and I mean, let's just face it, even if your goal is to, to just sleep around, there are people out there that are fine with that. There are people that have no issue with that. But I think it's really important to give people the opportunity to know what they're getting into. Because right there is like ground zero for fights, disagreements, broken relationships, hurt, depression emotional scarring like everything else that comes with that um we start a relationship on a lie because again we haven't been honest with ourselves and so we're not being honest with others or maybe we have been honest with ourselves but we're still hiding that from those that we engage with and uh you know i think that's just bad form <laughs> you can find what you want in this day and age i mean whatever it is you're looking for there's going to be somebody that matches so the second part is the communication with that person up front. Like, hey, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? These are my expectations or these are my lack of expectations. And, you know, it could be a simple, my last girlfriend and even current one, I, both of them, when I met, it was like, hey, you know what? Like, well, the last one, it was like, I'm not sure what I'm looking for, but I'm open to seeing what happens and current it was more of a conversation of like hey you know what this is where i'm at like i'm not looking to get married tomorrow but i'm done with the games i'm done bouncing around like i'm essentially looking for somebody that i can potentially spend the rest of my life with and obviously there's a learning process a growth process that has to take place there but the whole point is that from the beginning it's put out there like hey what is the intention of this relationship and i think intention is huge intention and we could rephrase it as direction and i talk in analogies a lot it's like if we jump in our car we don't just start driving and well i take that back because there are times when i just go out on a drive just to get out of the house but even there there's an intention. The intention is set to just get out of the house and go drive around for a bit. But to make the analogy relevant, it's, you know, when I'm, I got to be to work. I don't get in my car and start driving and just wander around aimlessly. Like I know where I'm going. That's why I got in my car and that's what I'm working towards. A million things can happen along the way. I get in an accident or a road gets closed or somebody's stranded on the side of the road and I help them out or whatever the case may be. It may deter me from getting to where I'm going, which in essence is in the course of a relationship, things may come up that deter us from making it a long-term relationship or whatever, whatever the goal is. But again, you have to have that direction, that intention to know where it is you're heading. The second part of that communication with the person is, you know, what are, what are the go and no-go criteria kind of thing? What is acceptable? What is unacceptable? If it's somebody like, hey, you know what? I'm just looking for a good time for a while. Okay, cool. Well, if you don't talk about the fact that, like, I don't want to commit to you. I just want to hang out and sleep around, but I'm 
going to also be doing that with other people. Well, now you're basically lying to that person. You're potentially leading them to believe that they're the only one that you're doing that with and they're okay with it because they think they're the only one. And when they're not, you're exposing them to all kinds of different, just again, different stressors. We won't go into it. Um, enough on that. Just be clear on your intention going into it and expectations and have that direction, right? So focusing more on looking for a committed relationship, looking for something that's real, you've got to have those conversations again up front, like know what those expectations are. But then as you start moving forward and start building in that direction that you're heading, there are going to be issues that come up. When two people come together, there's no two people that have walked the exact same path and have the exact same mind. So no matter how great it may be, there's going to be differences here and there. And they don't have to necessarily be disagreements, or I should say they don't have to necessarily be fights. But there's going to be areas that need to be discussed. There's going to be something that maybe, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. For me, I when I was a young buck, I was dating a girl and I would hang out at her house with her parents all the time. And I remember one morning we were all making breakfast, like me and her, her mom and her dad and her brother, and we're all just hanging out. And I didn't have a shirt on because it's warm weather, whatever. And as we were getting closer to time to eat, her mom had said something about me putting a shirt on. I was like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, no big deal. Um, and then she kind of a few minutes later brought it up again and I was like oh yeah yeah I'll get a shirt in a minute yep thanks and again just going on about business and not thinking anything of it it got to the point where she's like hey if you're gonna sit down to eat you need to have a shirt on and I was like oh okay well I didn't realize that um put a shirt on had breakfast the rest of the day was great so fast forward however many years this is probably 20 years ago but um now it's just kind of ingrained in me that, you know, when people are in my house and we sit down to eat, it doesn't matter for what we're doing, like, put a shirt on. <laughs> like, if we're sitting down at the table, it's different out at a barbecue, a pool party, something like that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily, like, so committed to the idea that I can't function without somebody having a shirt on. But, I mean, you know, again, my standard is that in my house, at my table we're all sitting down together, everyone's going to have a shirt on. And it seems like a simple thing, but again, it could become a source of contention if that's not communicated, if that discussion isn't had. And sometimes it's as simple as just having the discussion and like, hey, this is what I do and this is how I am, you know, like if I'm with a buddy, like, hey, you know, we'll put shirts on or somebody comes over with their kids and they've got boys that are running around with no shirt on and sit down to eat. It's like, hey, can you have your kid put a shirt on? And, you know, if people are aware of that, then it's fine. But and they're aware of it because I communicated it. Whereas if I just expect people to know that they see me putting a shirt on, they should be doing it too. Well, that's not always going to be the case, right? And now because I didn't communicate that and it's happening and I'm getting frustrated and it happens again, and now that frustration is growing into bitterness and anger and resentment, and now I just lost a friend over me not communicating my own expectation or my own need in that situation. And so 
using that analogy, I'm sure you could relate it to a million different things and wherever you may be in a relationship. But ultimately, if we're keeping things from our partner that are bothering us, those things aren't just going to go away. And chances are that partner is not just going to fix the problem just because they need to be aware of it. And, you know, again, using the shirt analogy, like, okay, having my kid put on a shirt is no big deal. But without them having that information, all of a sudden I'm building resentment towards them and something that could have been great just starts to crumble all because I didn't open my mouth. And so I guess like the whole point here in the third part of that communication in relationships is like, let your significant other know when something bothers you or when you have a question about something, it doesn't even have to bother you. It could just be something you're curious about. It could be something that, you know, it, it, it just catches your attention and it's different from what you think or what you feel. And again, that doesn't have to be a negative thing, but it's a perfect opportunity to communicate like, hey, this was my thought. And that leads to more depth, more growth, more authenticity, getting to know the person that you really care about or are at least trying to build that. And it allows them to know you as well. And so I think it's super critical that we don't keep secrets, that we don't allow things to grow into bitterness. We don't let it fester. And again, I want to just step back to the first part of communication that I said, which is communication with ourselves. I think that is so, so vital for any kind of progress. As I said, like I, I'm an external processor, so I, I have to put things out. I get thoughts swirling around, and the thing is, like we can think that hey, just because I'm thinking, kind of in an abstract way about this thing, like I know where I stand. But really, at least in my experience, until I start formulating those thoughts into whole, complete sentences. Because let's face it, our minds are full of fragments that are flying by at like a million miles a minute and we're putting a piece here and a piece there and then this other thought from this other topic and this other thought from that other topic. And we're kind of thinking about multiple things at once and, you know, and then a car drives by and that catches our attention and a dog barks and it's like, oh, I want a dog. And it's like, okay, where was I at? And really we're never forming those concrete, solid thoughts, those concrete, solid like moral standards, whatever you want to call them. And so that communication with ourselves helps us to really sort that stuff out and figure out where we stand on an issue. And again, that leads into two and three, so we can communicate those issues. Yeah, I think that's about all I got for this one. Um, I know it's kind of rough. I hope the sound doesn't turn out too bad, but that's just kind of where I'm at today and what I wanted to share with you folks. As always, you can uh, find me on Instagram at underscore thriving in the trenches. I'm also on Facebook at Joshua Jones. Um, you can send me a message on Messenger, but chances are if you send me a friend's request and I don't know who you are, I probably will hold off on accepting that. I uh, tend to keep that page a little bit more private just because of family and stuff, but Messenger is all good. I'm always open to answering questions and having conversations. So 
either one of those platforms works out. And also just a little shameless plug. I talk about the alpha code all the time. And I want to say episode five is an interview with Justin Dulahanty, the owner, um, founder, CEO, like, and just <laughs> a bad dude, like awesome, awesome mentor. Um, but yeah, he created the Elf Code and uh, we talk about that on, on episode five. And for men out there that are kind of dealing with identity issues or, you know, just struggling to find themselves, a lot of times guys get out of long distance, long-term relationships and it's like, oh, I just lost myself or I'm trying to figure out who I am. The Alpha Code is an epic resource for that. And uh, I would encourage you even just, you know, whatever social media platform you're on, and there's a great page on Instagram that you can check out and just follow and see some of the content that's coming out there. And there's also a Facebook community group. Um, so yeah, check that stuff out. It's great. I love it. It's changed my life and it can definitely change yours too. That's all I got for now. I love you all and I hope that uh, you have a great week. Take it easy. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.